0: This episode of Adventures in Aurelia is brought to you by Gabe and Jeff from Party Conflict, Chai Kai, Fred on Fire, Avor Dawn, Zach B, and Dungeons and Randomness on Patreon. You can join them in supporting the show at patreon.com forward slash adventures in Aurelia. Welcome to Adventures in Aurelia, a podcast where five friends sit around the table and record themselves playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Krista, and I play Ariel, a divine soul sorceress.
1: I'm Chris, and I play Rim, a human paladin.
2: I'm Chantel, and I play Kanina, a tiefling
3: sorcerer. I'm Caitlin. I play Tempest, a water genasi
2: ranger.
4: And I'm Damien, and I am the dungeon master.
2: I'd like to shout out uh, Rhymenator. He's a YouTuber who releases videos about uh, once a week, and he specializes in D&D craft tutorials, including miniatures, terrain pieces, and my personal favorite, custom-made dice and their accessories. I've been been watching a lot of his videos lately. He makes uh, really great dice. He's hosted several dice giveaways to his viewers. Uh, He's pretty charismatic, and his tutorials on dice making are both entertaining and super informative actually made me interested in making my own dice uh, I highly recommend you check out his channel
4: so Chris has got the mini side cornered are you gonna make us terrain now He <laughs> said
1: he does terrain tutorials right he does yes no she's gonna get us hooked on dice
0: <laughs> she already has us hooked on dice
1: <laughs> No, she has you hooked on dice
0: yeah that's true
1: like the shiny math rocks called click clack
0: I think it'd be cool if you made terrain though if you had spare time <laughs> she wants to make dice. I do want to make dice,
2: but the terrain would also be interesting. He does do things like spell effects and whatnot. So I saw his fire one. I want to do it.
3: Adventures in Aurelia now has merch on TeePublic. Yay! Yay! I'm wearing one right now. I'm wearing two (laughs) items, the sweatshirt
0: and the t-shirt. I want the sweatshirt.
3: My sweatshirt's... Over there. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we have two designs up in the shop, right?
4: Yes, two designs. We have the Adventures in a really uh, a really an epic party logo,
3: original art commissioned by us from Sketch Goblin, who was awesome, and we're gonna get more art from him.
4: Yes, you can see the months. art featured on our uh, our podcast. Cover art now, but yes, we will be using our Patreon funds early in the next year to also commission the Miavet Stories party, and also, um, I recently did some work on reworking our logo, and you can find the, um, the emblem version of it also on our store, and you can find that at adventuresinarelia.com slash Merch. I'm JDC053, a confused clone without any pants. Uh, I'm James Not-A-Cop, who is definitely not a cop. I'm Tobias Clutterbuck, a terrible Victorian actor. I'm Action 6 News reporter Chet Cleveland. I'm star of the stage Helen Slaymaker.
3: And I'm Lieutenant Starburst Cheez-It Taco Bell Esquire, the third.
4: And this is Rolling Misadventures, a podcast that's part tabletop real play, part improvised audio drama,
3: and a complete and total fiasco.
4: Join us every 2 weeks for stories of mayhem, murder,
3: and occasionally, a moose.
4: So check out Rolling Misadventures and see how it all goes wrong
3: at rollingmisadventures.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Dick beans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to thank battlebards.com for allowing us to use their songs and sound effects in our production. If you'd like to bring these sounds from the world of Aurelia to your home games, sign up for BattleBards Prime. Your BattleBards Prime subscription will give you access to stream all songs from the catalog, as well as 20% discount on all purchases. Use the coupon code Aurelia, that's E-R-Y-L-I-A, when signing up to get 15% off the cost of your subscription.
4: So, who remembers what happened last time?
0: I mean, I can read anybody? my notes.
4: Does anybody remember what happened last I time? I remember. The tree.
0: But I'm yeah, I'm stuck on the last part that happened. We went
3: out scouting. Nina and I tempest crit 20 would her uh, ability to find her way back to camp. Right? That was that role? Yes, you yeah. did. And so we left markers on the, and we created a trail so that we'd be able to find our way back because we found traces of Knolls and what we thought was their, their camp. And so the next morning we all got together and we headed back following our trail markers. And after teasing Ariel for not knowing how to climb a tree, Rem decided to climb the tree. And he is up there looking at the knoll camp. And he rolled a 14 on his stealth. And now we're... we're stealth or perception? Stealth. stealth. On his stealth. And we're going to find out what that means now.
4: And what did Rem see
1: at the top of this tree? He saw a knoll camp uh, with several knolls actually kind of wandering around. He believes them to be knolls. yes. As far as he could tell from his, the distance. Uh, he also took the opportunity to kind of triangulate himself to the uh, the mountains and the large lake. So he knows where the road is, basically.
4: Real quick, what day is it?
1: It is about
4: 10, 1030 a.m. on the 27th of Belenus. So I suppose we will pick things up today with... Uh, with Rem up in the tree.
0: What do you see up there?
1: I'm going to start climbing down. Without answering the question? Without yelling the question down, yeah. And
4: Ariel, so Ariel yells up into the tree, asking uh, asking what Rem sees up there. How, about how far was it? Um, the DM has no idea the, the distance because he hasn't tried to factor how long trekking through the forest is it's about an hour away by walking through the forest however many miles that equals so Ariel doesn't get an answer from him.
0: I'm watching him climb down. Okay. You see anything of note Rem?
4: And Rem makes his way to the bottom
1: of the tree
0: and I'll repeat.
1: I believe I saw Did the old camp anything? in that direction about an hour. Oh. I've made mental note of where it is The uh, the roads in this direction behind us to the north? We head that way. We'll hit the road and follow the road back to the horse cart. Or we can head back to the to the dwarves to uh, inform Ulian and the Blackguard uh, of the location we found.
0: We know it's in Null Camp. Do we know that that's Grimfang? And do you think
3: we should go a little closer to see if it's actually that one? You said it's an hour out. That's quite a ways.
1: Yeah. But I, I don't know if we wanted to get closer. We could if we wanted to. Uh, as far as I knew from the conversations we'd had before, they hadn't found any knoll Camps. Uh, so finding one is definitely something we could let them know. They could attempt to capture a knoll.
0: I thought we gave our word that we would locate grim things. Yeah.
1: We said we were going to scout. We never said we would actually find anything. We said we were attempting.
0: And as much as
2: I like the idea of confirming with our own eyes, it, we are starting to approach into their hunting grounds, and I would hate for us to run into a situation we can't easily get out of.
4: Okay. So if I understand correctly it sounds like the goal is to make your way back out of the forest
0: yeah well you know i'm just worried that we're going to give them maybe false information
1: we're giving them the information we discovered in old camp nothing's false
0: last i heard is we were going to track down grimfang we don't
1: and even everybody know everybody
0: if... was very excited that we were going to track down grimfang and we don't know that that is even grimfang
1: we don't even know if grimfang is real we're simply finding the Knoll camp. As far as I was told from, from the Blackguard themselves, they had never found any sign of a Knoll camp. So just the sign of the Knoll camp and from looking what I could possibly see, it looked like there were some wagons possibly there. It'd probably been the, the same group that's been raiding the road.
0: Tempest, you went to the same monastery as me and we, we grew up and were taught to keep to your word. So what do you think?
3: I mean, it's still a ways out, so I feel like we should go a little closer, but I also am not going to go on my own if, like, if Rem and Nina decide that this is enough information and we should just go back. We can always come back out again. It's not that far away, I guess.
2: I just feel like uh, we did... uh want to plan to make this in a scouting expedition and i don't feel like we're necessarily fully prepared for a confrontation if it comes down to that so we are rather close to their camp and we have already seen lots of evidence of them having being active in this area so i just don't want us to take unnecessary risks i definitely admire your dedication to giving an honest truth about what we've found but we're not going to embellish what we found. We'll tell them exactly what we saw and probably leave it at that, but okay. if, you ha- if you can think of a way we can get there closer without being detected, I'm all for it.
0: Okay. I just, I want to make sure that I'm not going against my own heart and what you know, we we gave our word to, but if you feel like it was fine enough information,
2: that then... Well, we did tell them that we were scouting. We never said we were going to confront them, and we even turned down the prospect of taking that excellent sword so that we wouldn't, you know... We weren't planning to kill Grimping.
0: Okay, I guess we turn around then. Yeah, I mean,
3: if that's what we're going to do, we should do it quickly. You know, we don't know if they're going to
2: move camp anytime soon. I, w- I would say Nina's probably going to scan the area, make sure nothing's in range of us.
1: I would say also from this spot going back to the road, uh, Tempest, if you would like to Recreate your trail so that uh, it's a followable path to at least here.
3: Yeah, I can leave trail markers on our way out, uh, so we can find our way back to this point, and then we'll at least have a jumping-off point, or uh, and at least like we mentioned earlier, information of what they can look out for if we're not the ones coming back.
1: So before they leave, Rim's actually going to take out the, the little diary he has. And then he's going to sketch kind of like a very rudimentary map as far as like he can know from right now, like where the tree that he climbed was, where the mountain was in relation to the tree, where the road and the lake were and where he saw the camp. So that he, you know, like could show that to somebody and be like, this is this is how we saw it. So if it isn't there when they get back, they'll still have a kind of like little map where they can go start looking.
4: So we need to go back a little bit. To uh, Kanina Go ahead and roll me a Perception check As Kanina is scanning The area around you guys Cause I believe that we kind of ended with you in a Clearing right? Yeah it was a small clearing Yeah you guys are in that small clearing where the The totally not a Bear bear um, <laughs> Fight had happened
3: The totally not a bear bear possibly
2: black bear?
4: Yeah <laughs> 14 14 perception As Kanina is scanning the area, Rem pulls out a a notebook and starts trying to sketch in it. Rem, go ahead and uh, give me a sleight of hand, because that is the closest thing to dexterously using your hands, to see how well the map
1: that you are making would be followable. Twenty-two.
4: Nice. <laughs>
3: nice.
1: I'm a soldier. I'm used to drawing quick maps.
3: Did it look like a well-established encampment?
1: So Rimmel, as he's drawing, be like, it was definitely an encampment. There were some structures. It uh, looked like some sort of possible fencing or, or defensive area, but I don't think it was permanent. It definitely looked like they could probably pull up stakes and moves if they had to, but it was a rather large clearing for this encampment. So I can't imagine they could uh, erase their passing.
4: As Rem and Tempest are having their conversation, Rem is sketching pretty quickly in his book. Um, he's, he's kind of got the, the location of the road and the mountains. Um, he's, he's drawn a tree to symbolize where he's at. And Kanina hears a snap off to the like east of you guys. And she turns in that direction. And she notices a single knoll right on the outside of this clearing. They appear to be crouched down, trying to slowly make their way through the bushes.
2: Does it look like it's looking at us.
4: It looks like it is coming straight for you. It, it's walking slowly, and it like stepped on a twig and snapped it. You 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 kind of see that it, it seems to have stopped and is like slowly picking up one of its forepaws paws and looks down at the ground and then looks back in the party's direction
0: Ariel's watching Rem draw <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and call out hey company and shoot firebolt
4: okay let's get a map ready
0: when you say hey company and shoot a firebolt my, my eyes are gonna follow the firebolt
4: <laughs> how about y'all roll for initiative Ariel, what'd you get for initiative? 15. Kanina, what'd you get for initiative? 18. Rem, what did you get for initiative? (laughs) 7. And Tempest, what did you get for initiative? 13. Kanina, you get to make that first move.
2: Uh, I would like to cast Mantle of Flame on myself and then hurl a Firebolt at the knoll. All right. I would like to use my inspiration. That's much better. Okay. That is a 20.
4: A 20 does hit.
2: I'm going to go ahead and use my ring of the evoker to reroll my spell damage. After alerting the party to the gnoll's presence, I go ahead and... Wind back and throw that firebolt towards his feet (laughs) so that he can't escape. Dealing. Seven damage.
4: Yep, the firebolt is able to narrowly squeeze through the trees. Lucky that you even saw him because he did such a terrible roll. Okay, then.
3: The heck is that? What? There's two? Where did you come from?
4: Bounding out from around a tree near the knoll that you just cast your firebolt is a um, a slightly smaller, lithe, extremely um, athletic knoll, charging out, rushing like almost rebounding from tree to tree as it charges all the way down the path towards you, drawing its short sword as it does so, and it leads in with a bite does a 12 hit
2: that is equal to my ac so yes
4: (sighs) so it it leads with a bite and deals five points of piercing damage
2: there are two things that are going to happen uh first of all he will take fire damage equal to my charisma modifier so that's four if he hits me with a melee attack within five feet of me so he did so and I would also like to cast Hellish Rebuke, which is a reaction. Yeah! Uh, hellish Rebuke, I point my finger and the creature that damaged me is momentarily surrounded by Hellish Flames. Uh, he has to say, succeed on a dex saving throw of 14.
4: That is a failure with a seven.
2: 2d10, uh, and then he. it's also a fire damage spell, so I also add my mantle of flame attack. So yes, you do. 13 damage.
4: So as he bites into you.
2: I go ahead and shove him back with my fist, pointing at him, lighting him a flame with Hellish Rebuke and doing 13 fire damage.
4: And that extra fire from your mantle of flame, also dealing an extra four damage. I I feel like that's probably the order it kind of happens in almost. Um, Now I'm going to go ahead and have him um, having committed to his action. That short sword that he had drawn, he is stabbing you in the stomach, hitting with a 12 and dealing four more points of piercing damage. Um, What happens when someone hits you with a melee attack? Does that happen only once per turn?
2: Any creature takes fire damage equal to your charisma modifier if it hits you with a melee attack from within five feet of you or if it touches you.
4: So I am not hearing anything that says only once per turn. So go ahead and roll your mantle of flame damage again. Four damage. The knoll is going to pull its sword out, looking at you shocked and confused like all of the fur on its body has been scorched off. And it is going to make a final lunge. It's, it, it, narratively, it is hoping to like take you down and pin you to the ground with his short sword one final time. Um, the 14 is still going to hit and he is going to deal 8 points of damage to you maximum damage for him
2: and he takes another 4 damage from my mantle like
4: so he seems to uh, like half succeed that was his most powerful attack against you like this this blade is is piercing your stomach it's definitely made more of an impact than previously However, suddenly he goes limp and falls back, pulling the blade out with him and collapses at your feet dead. Yes. Now, why don't we get a little bit of narrative reaction from the rest of the party as this happened, literally in about six seconds? Because you were all unawares, checking out Rem, like, sketching.
0: Yeah, Ariel was watching watching Rem, but then she heard, uh you said we have company or something like that and she looked at your firebolt and so this whole time it's just like wide bug eyes like what the fuck
3: yeah tempest is just like looking over her shoulder because she's still facing rem looking over her shoulder at nina just mouth
2: agape like what uh, just happened (laughs) she will have after having taken some significant damage uh She'll probably be bleeding a bit profusely, but she'll go ahead and say, uh, there was two nulls, there might be more, this might be a scouting party, keep on your guard. Don't let the other one get away. And she's going to go ahead and try to pursue.
4: The uh, the great thing about this, and having been a surprise round, or a, a round in which surprise was a factor, Kanina, it is your turn. <laughs> So, Kanina, you are aware of the other knoll that you originally cast your firebolt far down at the other end, but you're not sure if it is alone or if there are more over there.
2: First of all, potion. I will drink a small healing potion. <laughs> so I heal for six points of damage, having swigged my healing potion. I'm gonna go ahead and progress for 10 feet and cast Agnazar's Scorcher, which is a line of roaring flame 30 feet long and 5 feet wide and he has to succeed on a dex saving throw of 14
4: Uh he got a 21
2: creature takes 3 to 8 fire damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one
4: which yes is... he still takes half damage for the successful save
2: <laughs> 19 damage
4: taking half of that he's gonna take 9 damage Chantel I need you to roll me a flat d20 15 Okay, the trail of fire that shoots out of you manages to give a wide berth around the tree that the gnoll is somewhat behind. Though you have dealt a significant amount of damage to it as seen.
2: Quickly,
0: don't let it get away.
4: After Kanina, it is Ariel's turn.
0: Ariel is going to move out to see what Nina's shooting at. I'm going to shoot guiding (laughs) ball this 23 hit
4: even with his uh his plus two for half cover that is a hit
0: my eyes glow bright white and i say light upon you in celestial radiant lightning shoots from the snap of my fingers towards the creature 22 points of damage
4: so you see this gnoll like start to light up as your bolt of lightning fires off at it and the damage hits it so hard that it's actually thrown back 10 feet and slumps at the base of the tree behind it. That would have been a one shot if it was at full hit points (laughs) so it's very dead. Alright the two combatants that you guys have seen are dead. What do you guys do as a group?
1: Room looks up. Keep it down, you two.
4: Technically, um, it is Tempest's turn.
3: I would like to scan the area around us and see if that was all of them or if there's any more because they practically took us by surprise.
4: All right, go ahead and roll Perception.
3: I'm going to use my Inspiration. Be better? <laughs> i not great 16
4: as you kind of look around the the clearing that you guys are in trying to listen you hear the sound of any of the birds that were in the immediate area flap furiously take off into the sky um you hear some like quick crunching in the trees off to one of the sides and you notice a deer bounding off through the forest but you don't see any knolls from where you're at right now, or you don't really hear what sounds like anything quickly approaching you either.
3: I would still like to knock an arrow and be ready.
4: Okay, so you would like to ready in action?
3: Because that was very surprising, and
4: it makes sense. Do you say anything?
2: <laughs> Holy shit! What just happened? I think we ran across a scouting party. <laughs> Or at least two of them. I don't know if there was more, but we should be on our guard. You sure made quick work by him. <laughs> just all reaction.
1: Uh, Rem, it is your turn. Would you like to continue drawing your map? So with a 21 perception roll looking just at Nina, do I notice that she looks really bad? Yeah, you do. She's bleeding out the fucking stomach. All right. How bad do you look?
4: I'm a little above 50%.
1: Uh, so Rem will close the book for now, walk over to Nina, because he can't really see anything besides the dead body at her feet. And as he walks up, he's going to place his hand on her shoulder and like look over her shoulder at the other dead body, and he's going to use uh, Lay on Hands to give her ten points of healing.
2: <gasps> Thanks, buddy! I feel a lot better now.
1: Yeah. He's going to look around and...
2: Bleeding stopped.
1: should probably hide the bodies. And he's going to open his book and start drawing again.
2: I don't see anything else, but I don't think we should expect that everything's gone. Yeah, we have no idea uh, who else might be in the area. It might be best to uh, start retreating for now, since we know where the road is.
4: Canina, a 19 hits you?
2: Hmm. Yes.
4: Completely unexpected from a different direction. If we go ahead and say that the knolls that you guys had already fought were to the east... This one is to the north. And an arrow flies and strikes Kanina like right across the side of her arm, dealing four damage. And Tempest, uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you have an attack against this knoll, but he is going to have three quarters cover due to the amount of people and things obstructing your vision.
3: Okay. Inspiration. Uh, Inspiration. 15, I already used it.
4: So, Tempest turns and fires where this knoll arrow had just come from. She's, like, barely seeing it, probably seeing the bow more than anything and trying to lead a shot, and it ends up hitting the tree that is right between you and this knoll. It is Kanina's turn now. Oh. <laughs> you know the direction that this arrow came from.
2: I do indeed. I do appear to be the closest to it, too. <laughs>
4: So, Kanina, what would you like to do to this gnoll?
2: Kanina's gonna go ahead and raise some null butt to the ground and she's gonna cast Agonazar Scorcher. So, he has to succeed on a dex save of Ooh. 14.
4: Yeah, that is a super miss. Um, sure. A 6? Does a 6 Does a six succeed his dexterity saving throw? 17,
2: 18, 19, 20 damage.
4: Okay. You've fire a line of fire at this guy um, go ahead and give me a, a flat d20
2: <laughs> please don't burn down the forest
4: <laughs> that is a nine the line of fire that you cast goes right underneath the tree that happens to be directly between the two of you the knoll does not die immediately but the tree does catch on fire However, the knoll you see it stamping at the ground, brushing itself off, trying to put out the flames. If that is the end of your turn though, then we'll be on to Ariel.
0: Can I stand on the knoll and see him?
4: Yeah, I mean that's that's only using ten feet of your movement to do so.
0: Okay. I'm gonna shoot frostbite at him. It's just a little cantrip. It wouldn't have hit anyways. Twelve is what
4: I rolled. So, especially because it's still gonna get some cover there, the 12 is not going to hit it. Okay,
0: <laughs> I'm like balancing on this knoll. It's almost like, like your
4: your attempt to cast frost through the flaming tree um, <laughs> was thwarted. Is that the end of your turn? No bonus actions. No further movement.
0: Can I just get off the knoll and maybe move as far to the towards Chris? Uh, east as I can Like So I'm not in front of Completely like blocking Nina
4: That is the end of your movement After Ariel it is Tempest's turn
3: I just want to move up in front Like like there Right there Bonus action Slayer's Prey I'm going to shoot another arrow at him That's a uh, 16 To hit That will hit Uh, 10 damage
4: Go ahead and describe this as you kill the gnoll
3: I squeeze past everybody and ducking around the tree that is currently on fire. I'll have to take care of that in just a second. Uh, (laughs) Shoot under all the the branches and get him in between pieces of
0: armor.
4: So you find a a slit in his leathery armored hide and the arrow pierces true. And you see the bow slowly drop from his fingertips, falls to his knees, and slumps face down into the ground. Yeah. Rem, it is your turn.
1: Now he's having to redraw a tree because it's gone fire.
4: That's actually like a perfect marker now.
1: Yeah, so he's making it look like a dead, toasty tree. <laughs>
4: and uh, Rem is just going to spend his turn drawing some more.
1: Well, I'll, I'll roll a perception. Seventeen. He's using his perception both to look for the gnolls and to perfect his map.
4: You are scanning around this clearing, making note of the way that it it wise off in multiple directions, looking further ahead, trying to, to pick out a path that would be going in the direction of what you believe to be Grimfang's camp. And the only thing that you're really having stand out to you sound-wise is the slow crackling of a tree that is slowly beginning to catch on fire.
1: Somebody going to put that out?
4: Kinina, it is your turn.
2: Um, Kinina will also like to probably look around and make sure there's nothing in the area and uh, she'll probably decide to move anything that's flammable around the burning tree <laughs> out of the way if possible. How would Kinina move then? She'd probably go pretty much up to the tree, you know, trying not to get burnt by it, but moving any dead leaves twigs dry brush
4: okay does she make her way around to the other side of the tree from the rest of the party
2: she wouldn't get out of line of sight at the party but she would you know you're gonna stay in like ariel's view um she'll go a little bit farther around the tree like one more block forward
4: uh go ahead and roll perception then as you're trying to to get a feel for what's around you from here you have some new lines of sight from where you're at now
2: uh 19
4: You kind of look in the direction where you hadn't seen before, this direction being to the west, and you just see another pathway through the trees. You can see how it pairs off into multiple directions as well, but you're not hearing anything beyond the sound of the smoldering tree next to you. It seems like any wildlife that's in earshot is long gone at this point.
2: Yeah, she'll go ahead and call out, "Uh, hey, Rem, there's another pathway back past this tree, but I do think we should try to wrap it up soon here so we don't come under more fire.
4: Ariel, it is your turn.
0: Ariel is going to move up to Nina and see the wound from the arrow, and she's going to place her ha- her hand on, on the wound and um, say, "Cosain, heal her for seven points." Thanks.
4: Is that the end of your turn?
0: Yeah, because I think looking around would be an
4: action. So, Tempest, it is your turn.
3: I will move up to the tree that is smoldering. I'm practically already standing next to it. She's going to do a little little thing with her hands and say some words in a language that none of y'all understand. And in a 30-foot cube, rain begins to fall, extinguishing all flames within the cube. Everybody's now wet.
4: Is that the end of your turn? As, the, as you put the tree that is on fire out? Yeah. Rem, Roll me perception with disadvantage.
0: Oh no. <laughs> the one who's
4: trying. Twelve. Okay. You're not really noticing anything other than your party moving around the burning tree. You you noticed that A sudden rainstorm? Yeah. You noticed you noticed rain happened to fall like directly in the area where it doesn't
1: fall on your book. It doesn't fall on Tempest Fire. So at this point, Rim having spent several like probably like what 20 seconds 30 seconds of getting this kind of sketched like out about
4: uh in your next round you'll have spent 24 seconds yeah so
1: he's gonna snap the book shut stow it and then seeing as he's basically next to the one dead knoll he's gonna kneel down and investigate the dead knoll for stuff and
4: okay go ahead and roll investigation for your turn four he, his armor though it is kind of ratted um and seems like it's it's fallen into some disrepair. You can tell that at one point it was very nice studded leather armor. Um, something that is very surprising to be finding on a knoll
1: out in the forest. Does it look like it belonged to the knoll, or is it like reappropriated?
4: No, nothing that, that's standing out to you. Um, the knoll is also equipped with a short sword that is fallen to the ground next to it. It's kind of nicked and dinged up a little bit. Is, the, is
1: there any kind of symbols
4: on him? Nothing on the null, no. Nothing that Rem notices. Is that the end of your turn, then?
1: That's what he's been doing, yeah.
4: Kanina? Yes? Is your turn?
2: Uh, I guess, yeah, I'd like to continue looking like around the area and trying to be alert to any other attacks that might come in. Is it possible to prepare a dodge? Can I, like, dodge or something? <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, Technically, dodge is an action, and you can use your like you can prepare an action you just need a trigger
2: yeah i guess nina is gonna go ahead and uh, since the tree has been put out she's gonna go ahead and move back towards the party a little bit more pro- a little bit more in the direction of the way we need to go for the road and say that uh, we should probably get going now guys i think the map's just about done and we should probably uh, leave this area we don't want to alert anymore we've caused a lot of commotion here and uh, she'll go ahead and prepare an action to dodge if she should see anything coming at her
4: Ariel it is your turn
0: I want to go step over the knoll and look to see if anything up is ahead
4: um so moving around
0: moving in front of Nina and over that dead knoll that's in front of her just that one space in front of him
4: do you want to use your full movement to get to where I put you?
0: Yeah, and I want to use my action to uh, look around and see if there's if I can spot anything if we're safe to keep going forward.
4: Go ahead and roll perception. Eight. <laughs> As you look, um, you've kind of moved into another clearing-ish area, and you're not noticing anything. Like, you definitely do not see any knolls inside the clearing. Um, you can see a direction... Towards where the the knolls originally came from, like where Kanina had fired her first firebolt, you can kind of see a path leading to where you can. Y- you see probably a foot of the dead knoll that Kanina killed far away from you guys, and you're not seeing any knolls down that pathway either.
0: Looks looks clear this way, guys.
4: You mean the one that Ariel killed? Right. Yes, that is on the Ariel killed. Tempest, it is your turn.
3: I shall move up. As far as I can, following Ariel.
4: Okay, you can get up parallel to Ariel, or you can get behind to to the side. I will just
3: go up next to her, and then can I roll perception?
4: Yes, you can. That's my
3: action. And perception! Uh, 14.
4: 14. You see this clearing in front of you in the direction of the road. There's nothing in the clearing. As you look down the pathway that goes to the east in the direction that the knolls had originally come from you don't see anything that looks out of place in there. As you listen to the sounds around you now that you've put out the fire of the tree it is eerily quiet hmm.
3: You say anything? With how quiet it is I don't think I would break the silence
1: Rem it is your turn so Rim is going to move. All right. So he's going to kneel there and do a quick pat down of that knoll, doing a quick zigzag kind of hopscotching around this little battlefield that you had. He's looking for clues. He's just doing like a quick pat down. He's not. Ta- he didn't even take anything from the other one. He just patted him down, looked for anything, and then moved on.
4: So are you investigating this knoll? Yeah. Okay. 14. 14. Um, unlike the last one that was wearing a studded leather armor. This one is wearing just plain leathers, boiled leathers. He has a quiver of arrows and a bow that is actually finely crafted and still in pretty decent condition. What kind? Are the arrows any good? It is a a long bow. And yes, the arrows are also nice. It almost looks like they were a matched set.
1: Okay. He's going to take the uh, quiver and bow. Okay. And then prepare to keep moving. Okay. You
4: can go ahead and add a longbow and 11 arrows to your character sheet. You also found a spear, like, in a makeshift, like, probably leather straps around it across its back. Um, Though the spear is noticeably in much worse shape. Any markings on him or his clothing? Nothing that stands out as, like tribalizing or branding him. Okay. And I think that would end your turn. At this point, we're going to drop out of combat rounds and move
1: to...
0: <laughs> we can all breathe now. <laughs> well,
1: ...narrative. It also could mean that something got away.
3: Yeah. hmm No, that's that's probably most definitely what it means.
4: What would the party like to do? Um, it's been a like, dozen seconds or so since you guys have seen any moving creatures, pretty much every single one of you has taken time to listen to the area around you and noticed no signs of further gnolls and also noticed no sign of creatures. And I'll remind you guys that it is about ten ish in the morning. So the sun is pretty high above you through the canopy of the trees. Since you guys are near a clearing, there's a little bit more light filtering down to the forest floor than normal. I was going to
2: say, as we're continuing forward, uh, Kanina would like to start grabbing supplies to make the markers that she learned from Tempest and leave a trail that we could easily decipher on the way back, but nothing noticeable to outside sources.
4: So Kanina and Tempest are kind of working together to make markers back to the road, is what I'm hearing? Yes. Yes. Tempest, why don't you go ahead and roll survival with advantage?
3: 20. Total.
4: Is there anything that the party would like to do on their way back to the road?
2: Uh, keep checking the area. Like Nina's going to try to be very much on alert because she did yeah. take quite a bit of damage throughout that entire fight. She's not feeling bad anymore thanks to the healing of her companions, but she's still very much on edge and kind of battle ready. It's kind of hard to shake off that, that battle.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would think we're all at battle ready right yeah, now. Yeah.
3: Tempest is like on nina's back like it's gonna have to go through her first because
1: you've just gotten so beaten up (laughs) well rem's gonna make a quick uh reconnoiter to the other body just to give it a check over like the other two
4: okay um what how does this go then as as everyone's starting to get ready to
1: leave and rem wants to go take off to the other body
0: let's go rem
2: yeah, Kanina will stay back and just be All like.
1: Right, just one second, I'm, I'm I'm looking to see if there's any any kind of identifying marks in these bodies. Well, Rem's gonna have to go a decent ways away from the party to get well, to yeah, this other kinda, body. He's gonna go around that uh, to the south and then east. Kanina will follow along with him.
4: I was gonna say, Rem leaves the party, heading in the direction of the other knoll. Yeah,
2: because Kanina was right by Rem when he was checking the other knoll. Before we progressed too far onwards, uh, she'll have ho- she'll follow him to make sure he's not going off by himself.
4: Okay, so Rem and Kanina make their way over to the other knoll. Tempest and Ariel notices uh, Rem first, followed by Kanina, have walked off in the direction of the knoll's origin point.
2: Kanina will still be ready, and she's basically watching Rem's back as he's checking.
0: Ariel's gonna notice that Nina had walked away, and she's gonna um, stay where she's at because she's. That's the direction she knows, and she's just gonna guard and watch, and she's gonna cast mage armor using her sorcery points, not her spell slot, in order to uh, give her make, make herself a little bit stronger. So now she's got like this aura about her.
4: Kanina, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me perception. Rem, you can go ahead and roll me an investigation check. First, we'll start with Rem. What did you get? Twelve. This null. Uh, you're noticing actually has a, a wooden shield. Uh, it's a fairly small shield and leather armor. Very similar to the last one that you had just investigated. It has a spear that appears to have been in his hands as they were making their way through the, the forest. And a pretty ratty long bow like, slung over his shoulder. Okay. With a quiver of not great quality arrows, but there's a quiver of like six arrows. So,
1: no identifying marks or anything?
4: Nope. So far, none of the knolls that you have, have investigated seem to have anything that that ties them together beyond being gnolls.
1: Alright, so, after kicking the body over, basically, Rim will stand back up and look at Nina and be like, alright, it seems like the one that was uh, over by, the one that attacked you first, seemed to be them, probably the most well-equipped possibly the leader but I didn't, I didn't find any kind of information on him. There's nothing other than his possible scouting party.
2: I'm glad you thought the check. I'm a little too hyped up from the fight to think about that kind of thing, but...
1: Did quite a few
4: blows. Khenina, what did you get on your perception roll? 19. You notice to the southeast, you hear some grumbling off in the distance. You look over your shoulder and see a small band consisting of from what you can tell so far three knolls. they do not appear to have noticed
1: you yet
2: I'm going to quickly tap Run's shoulder holding my uh, finger up to my lips in a shushing motion and point out the knolls to him
1: so Ren will see them now take the uh, uh, his new bow off of his back and grab an arrow and then he's going to stand slowly and he's going to whisper to Nina get behind me and head back towards the others He's going to be facing them, but backing slowly up.
4: Rem and Kanina, go ahead and roll stealth checks.
1: (laughs) Rem Rem is going to try to interpose himself between Nina and the gnolls.
4: Kanina, what was your stealth? 11. And Rem? 10. As Rem and Kanina start slinking away, Rem, who is like backing up, watching these gnolls, sees them all. Freeze. They put their noses up into the air, start sniffing. And you see the one that was kind of taking the lead point his spear off in your guys' direction as you guys slip down this pathway, assuming Rem would continue moving.
1: Yeah, he's he's going backwards with the arrow drawn and pointed at kind of like at the the knolls. The
2: yeah, I would say is also making sure he's following behind.
4: And I think it's safe to say
1: that at this point,
4: like almost in this instant, Kanina's mantle of flame dissipates.
1: Poof. So um, as they're backing up still, Rim's going to, you know, he's, he's keeping his eyes directly on the the three, but he's going to be like, alert the others.
4: So um, wh- everyone go ahead and roll for initiative while I get this uh, combat tracker filled out.
2: Oh, we should not have gone back for that. No. No. <laughs>
4: Ariel, what'd you get for initiative?
0: Fifteen again.
4: Tanina. <laughs> Fourteen. Rem, twenty-one.
1: And Tempest. Fourteen. Rem, it is your turn first. Seeing him get that close that quickly, I'm guessing, you know, I'm, they're going to be moving right behind him. But seeing the movement come that fast, he's going to kind of do a quick back shuffle back to shove his back into Tanina, and say, "Run!" And then he's going to fire an arrow at the, the lead gnome. It's only an eleven.
4: So an 11 is uh, going to miss. Um, After that, it is Ariel's turn. Ariel, you will have heard. Run.
0: Ariel's going to run just over north of where she's at now, but like hiding behind that tree that I can see.
4: Keep in mind, when you're hidden, you have cover, so do they.
0: Yeah. I have to come out if I want to see anything. I know. And that's my
4: turn. Tempest, it is your turn. You also heard a run from Rem.
3: Um, I will run right along with Ariel, heading north, because that's back to where the road and our
4: stuff is. Um, the knoll that doesn't have a bow is going to move ninety feet to get up to Rem. That one's turn is over. Kanina, it is your turn. You can see that knoll.
2: I'm going to go ahead and cast Witch Bolt. Ooh. Concentration up to a minute, then 30 feet. Okay, that's a 21, yeah.
4: Uh, 20, 21 will hit. use my d12s. That
2: is a 10. Nina will probably, uh, having been stealthily backing up and turning to face this Nola's charge status, she'll go ahead and... Uh, cast witchbolt, which fires a beam of crackling blue energy from my hand to the knoll that is in front of Rem.
4: Do you see this? This like crackling lightning energy just like absorbed into like his short sword. So he's got a big metal blade almost as a lightning rod, and it courses through and You see it just strike down into the ground, but it has opened up a future target for you to maintain this connection. Um the other knoll with the bow back there needs to get moved 60 feet, except he's going to curve around to the east side of those trees. So the knoll that had led the charge um has kind of been blocked off by the super speedy knoll as far as getting to REM. So it has to make its way around um a few of the trees that are in this forest um, separating him from Rem and with a movement is not able to get close enough to hit. Rem, it is your turn.
1: So Rem is going to drop the bow and as a move action, he's going to draw his pick and shield. For his bonus action, he is going to cast Shield of Faith.
4: Okay, what does Shield of Faith do?
1: So he's going to tear a small piece of parchment with a bit of holy text written on it and a shimmering field appears surrounding him, uh, granting him plus two to AC for the duration. It's a 10 minute concentration spell. But now as his action, he is going to uh, swing at the one in front of him, 15. A 15 hits, 11 damage. So basically, I dropped the bow, pulled out my shield and warp because he ran up to me, and then I just swung driving my war pick like under his ribs.
2: Yee.
4: You draw it out, leaving a massive, a massive spike wound and drops to one knee and just growls up at Rem's face. Uh. It is now Ariel's turn.
0: Um, Ariel's going to come out from behind the tree to see if Rem and Nina are running because he said to run and she told him that if he said run and he didn't run, she would... St- she would not be running away. So she's going to come back out and see and peek around and see if he's running first of all. So her movement is to come out from behind the tree. So where she's at right now, do they have cover from her or Hell yeah, they do. Like she can't shoot anything through them. Can- through her friends, can she?
4: They just get some cover.
0: I'll come out 5 more feet. I'm going to shoot at the guy that is attacking Rem. I got 21.
4: Yeah, that that'll hit.
0: I forgot what I was to say what I was attacking with. Yes, you did. But I'm pretty sure you guys know what I'm attacking with. No, Can you I have guess? No Guiding, idea. Yes. Guiding bolt? Yes. <laughs> Guiding bolt. Oh, I didn't roll as good. 12 points. That is a
1: significant That's amount of damage. More than I did.
0: So Ariel steps out from behind the tree and she yells, Duck! And she snaps her fingers and shoots out uh, lightning towards the mole uh, that was attacking Rem.
4: The great thing is, um, this knoll is also the one that Kanina was shooting lightning at. So, your lightning joins Kanina's lightning, and um, this thing just just (laughs) (laughs) explodes. And blood and gore all over Rem. So, the Witch Bolt, unfortunately, also fades, but contributed a lot to that knoll exploding. After Ariel's turn, it is Tempest.
3: I use my 30 feet of movement to move right there,
4: I can see him. Yes. If you move to there, you can see.
3: So I'm going to do that and Slayer's mm, That's not good. I'm going to use my other inspiration. That wasn't better. So a nine to hit.
4: A nine is unfortunately going to miss. Tempest runs around the other pathway that leads into this. Taking a route that no one else has traveled yet, draws back her bow, seeing a knoll standing right in front of her, that she probably didn't really know was right there because she couldn't see the combat at all. Yeah, she was
3: just trying to see if that went around to get a better vantage point of what was going on since there was a lot of hubbub going on.
4: Kind of surprised, releases the arrow and it misses wide to the knoll that is actually trying to go in a totally different direction.
0: Like in my, if it was like a movie in my mind, you like it had run around and then as you're coming around the bend, you like, like, see it suddenly, and you knock an arrow and shoot it. And that's why you missed, is because it was just surprised you, like, right
4: there. Kanina, it is your turn.
2: Okay, with this, with seeing this knoll dead at our feet, but knowing that there's more in the area, she's going to go ahead and retreat back to...
4: Also, you would have just seen an arrow, like, fly off, like, across horizontally your field of view.
2: I suppose, uh, she's going to go ahead and try to group back up with Ariel. Um... I guess I might as well try to just do firebolt at him. Yes, that is a 21.
4: A 21, even with three quarters cover, will hit.
3: Nice. Nice. Okay. nice. <laughs> it's worth trying.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is a fool. order. Knowing that Rem wants us to run and having seen us kill one of them, she's going to retreat back with her fellow spellcaster, Ariel, and she'll go ahead and turn around and trying her best to take a moment to aim past Rem. She'll go ahead and throw a giant fire bolt at
4: this <laughs> knoll. Impacts the knoll and deals four points of damage. Go ahead and roll me a flat d20. Uh,
2: 17.
4: Okay. This knoll that is wielding a bow makes its way. Um, it finishes getting around the patch of trees that it was going around. And its intention was to go for Rem. But it couldn't get a good line of sight to Rem. However, as it ran out of movement, it was able to see Tempest coming up a different pathway, having a different angle to him. Draws back his bow, fires, and the arrow gets caught within a tree. (gasps) Frustrated, it draws its bow back. My arrow now. <laughs> fires again, splits the arrow that was in the tree and loses another one in the tree. That was two natural ones back to back. Oh my
3: gosh. So maybe not the first one, but the second one is mine now.
4: <laughs> After this, it is the null that Rem traded places with turn. It already was intending to go for Rem. It was mid-step, pretty much. It takes that final step up to Rem, and it just lunges out once with its spear. He's two-handing it. Yeah, he's been without his shield the whole whole round so far. But that is uh, merely a 12 to hit. Miss. was going to step forward, both hands on the shaft of the spear, <sighs> thrust it at
1: Rem. He's going to swat it away like some child's plaything. It is Rem's turn. Now that the spear has gone wide, Rem will take a step in and drive his pick down at this creature's forehead. That is 14. A 14 will hit the knoll
4: reaches up to block with its shield, except it has not equipped its shield. Nothing is there. You like the the shaft of your war pick crushes down into its arm. Eight damage, as you connect to deal eight damage to it. It is now Ariel's turn.
0: Uh, Ariel has no idea what's going on.
4: Oh, Ariel has an idea of what's going on.
0: Ariel's gonna move. Do I have you right there?
4: Yes, it still has half cover.
0: Well, I'm gonna try right there, and I'm going to. Uh, I'm gonna try for frostbite. I I critical failed.
4: Yeah, Rem starts to feel a little chill.
0: I hope he doesn't have the disadvantage that the knoll was supposed to have.
4: I'm guessing that is the end of your turn. No bonus actions.
0: No, I'm gonna stay where I am.
4: All right, Tempest, it is your turn.
0: Okay.
4: You have a knoll that you have a, a clear shot on. I'm And going you got one that's got half cover.
0: To
3: shoot him again, the one that I have the clear shot on. I still have Slayer's prey.
4: The one that you have a clear shot on is not the one you have Slayer's Brain. You can move to get clear shot on him.
3: Okay, then I will, yeah. 21 to hit.
4: 21 will hit.
3: 13 damage.
4: Rem, as you pull the spike out of this gnoll's forehead...
3: The arrow goes directly in <laughs> to his forehead.
4: From the angle that you guys are at to each other, it's more like perpendicular skewer to that. I
3: his temples.
4: You pull the, the spike out of out of this knoll's head it looks at you dumbfounded having just been minorly brained and an arrow right through from one end so to the other so it looks like one of those one of those gag arrows and the knoll like knocks over to the side with the dumbest look on its face the dumbest tongue. look tongue hanging out a little bit um, a lot like the hyenas from the lion King just, yeah, just ed no. yeah. ed <laughs> Okay, it is Kenina's turn. Um, Kenina, you went to retreat and literally everyone else ran into battle.
1: I have moved. I have
4: been stuck.
2: I'm guessing I have, you know, quite a few bodies between me and this knoll, plus possibly
4: a tree, it looks like. Yeah, you you don't have a good path to it. Even with a double move, your best path is probably to loop around the way the Tempest went. Actually... The way that this is lined up, it would have half cover, but I think you'd have line of sight if you came down to like this corner.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was kind of thinking that. Um, I'll go ahead and move to that corner if I have line of sight, especially. Yeah, the straight path. And that's still in the direction we're trying to go, anyways, so. All right, I'm going to go ahead and cast Firebolt at the knoll. Uh, that is a seventeen.
4: A seventeen? Let's see, half cover with it is this guy. Yes, that'll hit. Yay! Solid amount of damage. Uh he has takes five damage. So
2: running up to get a viewpoint on this knoll, uh she'll go ahead and get him in in her sights and cast firebolt, so she'll go ahead and wheel back for another massive firebolt and Throw it at his face.
4: Yeah, it manages to to curve through the trees. Um, let me take a look. That would still have been half cover. Roll me a D twenty. <laughs> Thirteen.
1: You only singed the tree.
4: This fire bolt just kind of came out of nowhere at this knoll, drew his attention, and he he can kind of kind of get a look at the source of the fire takes one five-foot movement closer to cancel out the cover, draws back its bow, and fires off in Kanina's direction. There's a 19 hit.
2: What do you think? <laughs> yes, well, it hits.
4: Well, unlike the critical fails from before, it got minimum damage Owie. for three points of damage. Piercing damage. I didn't notice uh, didn't notice this part of it before I wonder why it's on here um, your speed is also reduced by 10 feet until the end of your next turn the the four doesn't hit though does it no well it uh it made its mark my leg everyone noticed as the knoll after taking its two shots at kanina turned and ran to the north.
2: We have to stop it
4: next up is rem. So Rim is going to move to the north. Rim r- climbs over the knoll corpse in front of him and pursues the null, the bow knoll that had taken off.
1: And then upon seeing it, Rim will then drop his pick, draw a javelin, and he is going to throw the javelin at the bow-wielding knoll. That hits with a 17. Yes, it does. For 11 points of damage. This gnoll has its back turned to you
4: and you launch this javelin, like hit it in the quad. It stumbles like down to a knee for a second. Starts climbing back up, looking over its shoulder towards you and you see it reaching back for another arrow. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah. Ariel, it is your turn.
0: Ariel's gonna run up and grab Rem's Warpick
4: okay as you first take a step there is a bow on the ground in front of you as well
0: uh, I'm just gonna grab the war pick
4: okay' he'll steps over the bow from there you can pick the war pick up
0: okay um and then do I have movement left
4: yeah you use 10 feet for that
0: okay and then I'm gonna use as much movement as I can to get back towards rem
4: next up is tempest turn you saw it move in the east direction you don't really know where it went from there
3: she's like running around the tree bank that's right there jumping over dead bodies and pushing past ariel she comes right up in front of rem so that she can get another shot off on him bonus action transferring slayers prey to him uh, that's a natty nineteen, so I'm guessing that hits with a twenty-four. Okay, eleven points of damage.
4: After having killed one Nol on your last <laughs> turn, you squeeze around like in front of everyone else. You you brushed by Ariel. You you kind of nudged Rem to the side <laughs> as you push past him to get up to the front of everyone. This Nol is like mid-turn drawing its arrow back expecting to shoot Rem and as as it's locked its eyes on Rem just (laughs) right through the middle of its skull comes one of Tempest's arrows and it falls backwards dead. It is Kanina's turn. Given the time of night it is right now I'm not going to bullshit around with keeping you all in combat. (laughs) Combat will end. And I think since it's now past midnight, that'll be a good time to stop for the night, having had two loot. full combats. Loot. Loot.
3: Loot. 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 No, last time you stayed to loot the bodies, they more we got showed more up. loot. More showed up. Yeah, they're all dead.
1: More loot.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Adventures in Aurelia. If you're liking what you hear, consider rating the show and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you know someone who likes fantasy stories and think they might like the show, help them find us by showing them adventuresinarelia.com, where they can listen to the episodes, read our blog, and find links to subscribe to the show. We're also available in your favorite podcast apps. If you'd like to support the show, you can donate to us monthly on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash adventures in Aurelia. One dollar a month gets you access to all of our bonus content and helps us raise the funds needed to improve the show. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can send us an email to feedback at adventuresinarelia.com or you can join our Discord server at adventuresinarelia.com forward slash Discord. We'd love to hear from you. Lastly, we'd like to thank the artists who allow us to use their music on our show. Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com, Tabletop Audio, Windswept, Sirenscape, Alexander Nakarada from Serpent Sound Studios, Adrian Von Ziegler, Jamie Brace, Derek and Brandon Weichter, and Scott Buckley. You can find links to all of these wonderful artists at adventuresinarelia.com forward slash music.
4: A naked knoll rat. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: a good look for him. Uh, pardon me.
0: Good push. <laughs> Fred <laughs> wants to know how tall the rock is. <laughs> There's no rock. It looks like a rock. Just my rock hard abs. Sorry. Is it a tree?
1: Glub <laughs> glub blub blub. blub, blub. <laughs> yeah, probably. <Speaking>
3: <laughs> <from> <laughs>
4: oh,
1: this is <laughs> like, more like,
4: like Merkel. <laughs> Merlock. <laughs>